Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It would be like, imagine if you got COVID at this show. <laughs> Wouldn't be worth it. <laughs> Where's best on? He was training in the jungle, bombing pancakes. He was running with the wolves. Where was Beatles? Learning to read from the talking dog, yeah. Where's Bank Note? He runs his papa's company. Dark Lord Strike. He's a very naughty man. Finally together. The life of hope we call the Dragon Nestled in the cleft of the Balanok Mountains is one village you will not find on a map, for it is lost to time and the secret practices of the Vulfen Host, a idiosyncratic collection of rangers, soothsayers, and werewolves under the auspicious command of one Madame Drasko for years, for a century even for a thousand years. In fact, the Vulfen have waged war most secret with the vampires of Strahd von Zarevich. And only now are they risking all as Strahd reaches the apex of his plans most sinister. Madame Drasko, you met last night and she gave you a powerful weapon, one that she believes will be used to kill Strahd. You also met that mythic hero... Jacob Undercourt, a man currently going through a little bit of soul-searching. Yes. Yeah, things have changed. (laughs) Uh, You have your mission, you have your plan, and with a night of sleep and a hearty meal inside you, you are all back to full hit points, spell slots, etc., etc. And banknote, you have finished the experimentation necessary to add a siege bow to your apparatus. Uh, now, a siege bow, is that in the D&D manual? Is that a ballista? It's just a D12 plus a D twelve plus 4. D12 plus 4 damage? It's not plus 6 on attack and then 3D10 piercing damage? No, it's absolutely not. I don't know where you saw that. Oh, I looked up I looked up siege bow and then it, it came up with uh, ballista. Right, a ballista is a war machine that you use on a wagon that like six horses ride. Uh-huh. This was a gun that an ogre was using. No, but it was double barreled, so it was a double attack then? It is a double attack. Okay, cool. All right, and so... <laughs> and is it a crossbow? It's two crossbows, yeah. A siege bow. Are you asking if your bolt would fit in there? Yeah, like is it? No, no. This so is like a, it has custom high gauge ammunition. Okay. All right. And so, with food in your belly, sleep in your faces, and <laughs> and all of the numbers, the incremental um, bonuses to numbers that just fills Michael Hing's heart with glee, you meet once again in the morning in the cold Barovian dawn. For a final briefing with Madame Drasko. Welcome, welcome back. Did you all get... I don't speak common very well, but sleep in your faces. <laughs> it's not my first language, you know. So that's why I say things like sleep in your faces. It's not right. No. <laughs> it's absolutely not right. But you understand. I understand. Okay. The meaning is conveyed. Okay. Listen, I wanted to talk to you before you go. Because I think it's important that you know what is at stake here. Are you on your phone? (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm looking up crossbow mechanics. Are you on your fantasy phone? (laughs) Yes, I'm sorry. Listen, 
I know for you, you have a thing with this Strat guy. Big time. Yeah, so do we. It's I was going to say, she does for a thousand years famously. Very much so. But I want you to know this is not just an eye for an eye. What if what Nikki told me is true? And if what Jacob reports is true, which I have no reason to doubt, he is bringing back the Netherese army up in Icewind Dale. And I don't need to tell you. Or maybe I do. Blah! Blah! Oh, <laughs> oh right. God. Oh, God. I just saw you there. Oh, I didn't oh, think he was there, but he I was. I wonder oh. if it worked if me do it. Okay, go. Hey, uh, Baston, do you mind getting me a book? Oh, wow. Oh, he's got the GBs. He's got it. We've heaped his GBs. Oh, I'm quite on edge. Oh. Anyway, dire tidings. <laughs> Should he, with the apparatus that he has up in Icewind Dale, bring back the army, the dread revenant army of the Netherese, and it falls under his control, he can wipe out the entire world and maybe worlds beyond. So that's kind of why I'm saying let's get a move on, kill him. You see, yeah, at this at point, this p- yeah, oh, at this point, Jacob Undercourt enters looking like he hasn't had a full night of sleep in his face. Uh, he enters moodily and he tries to slam the flap of the tent behind him. <laughs> Just beads. Yeah. Uh, sorry I'm late. I'm, I'm here now. Whatever that matters. I said six. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know, I'm sorry. Well, um... He's still got a coffee, though. (laughs) (laughs) So you had time to... What? Yeah. No, that's... If your heart isn't in it anymore... No, so what's Bobby gonna do? (laughs) I was talking to everybody and I was hoping that you could be part of it. Sure, yeah, no, I'd love to be part of it. Okay, well, I can see that you haven't got enough sleep in your face and that, um, perhaps we should uh, just leave it there, okay? So, um... Have a nice time. Oh, before I forget, uh, I have a guide for you. One of my little spies. He has a map that will take you where you need to be. He's not the guy who's going to tell us if there's a rock? <laughs> no, I uh, parted ways with him. I didn't, like, um, fire him. I just stopped giving him shifts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he should be here any moment. So she's explained to you, and just to recap, that 1,000 years ago, the Netherese conquered all of Faerun, and they did that with a giant army of essentially robots of Warforged called the Revenant Host. And this army was buried with Old High Netheril under the snow of Icewind Dale. What she and indeed the Wolfen believe is that Strahd is using those monoliths that you saw to raise and summon that army back. With it at his um, side, he could conquer everything this world the nine known worlds who knows um banknote's gonna take uh jake off aside okay hey man hello hey. oh yes what I, is it i just I, th- I think i know what you're going through how could you possibly know what i'm going through i i spent um several years building up my father's company thinking that i could achieve something and then it was all i had a wife I had a wife, one day she said to me, if you keep staying late at the dual fighting factory (laughs) to learn how to use those two swords at the same time, that I don't know that I'll be here when you get back. And I said, well, babe, I... I know, but the prophecy is that I'm the one to do it, so I have to put everything into this. And I let her fall by the wayside. So... I had friends from Wolfen Club or whatever it is that I'm a part of. <laughs> friends from high school. 
I fell out of touch with them. I found out one of them died just a week ago. I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do with that. I thought it was all worth it because I was going to be the guy. I had a grey dream. And now, I got fucking nothing, man. So, I mean, is your wife single now or what are we... (laughs) Hello, everybody! And in uh, walks with a small plate of bacon and eggs, um, the figure of Bobson Dugnut. Hello! Heard you need a guide! Bobson is, of course, your goblin friend that you last saw in Daggerford. Bobson! Hello! I got summoned up here! Any barbecue sauce on there? Oh, you know it, Filgy Welgy! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. It's changed your taste. Tomato only! Now? Yes! Oh, well, I didn't know that. Do you want me to. Yeah. We've sort of got to get on the road. Yeah. I'll have them. Okay, well, there you go. Not like I need to count my calories for anything anymore. <laughs> Hi, oh, the hungry boy. Hi, I'm Bobson Dugnut. <laughs> hey, what's up? Yeah, Madam Drazkov. We kind of go way back because it's a resistance thing. Anyway, she called me up here. You need a guide. I'm, I know my way around a bloody wood or two. Um, sort Does of. He? Um, why? Yeah, why? Because yeah. I'm naturally very good at this. How long have you been on this planet? It's a couple of years. <laughs> he's got a, he's got a thick textbook about like orienteering 101 yeah. and and a map that he unfolded and has now is incapable of folding back up again. And, okay, I'll give you an example. Look, that rock. Yeah. <laughs> now I know the this might not seem convincing, but he was taught by our best spy. <laughs> Gone to the toilet? <laughs> We're gonna go rescue your dad. Hello. Kill an arch lich. So has everybody gone to the toilet? <laughs> oh, actually, me should go. Okay. Me didn't need to go, but then when you said yeah, the words, me needed to that's go. That's why I say it. So off I go. Off you go. I'm gonna hold on to mine. No, yes. Bobby Pancake. So I can piss on his grave. Oh! <laughs> yeah, See, that's the kind grave. of. Just kidding. I really need to go. Okay. Well, you go. <laughs> you go and do a wee. Oh, uh, I'm just gonna do it while I walk. Cause who the fuck cares? <laughs> hey, well, I don't know you very well, but that doesn't seem very good. Whatever. Right. <laughs> now, Bobson has been given a map, as I said, by Madame Drazkov, and it has access to a secret passageway. Yes, yes. It just gives incredible insight into what Tom would be like if he ever lost a big opportunity. <laughs> like, it's not just like, get back on the horse and try again. It's immediately, no, nah, I'm going to piss while walking. <laughs> Thank God we'll never find out. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the six months... I was wondering why, what you were, why you were doing that the six months after... Uh, who line got cancelled. You were just sort of... <laughs> hey, walk- hey, hey. You could come back in, man. <laughs> I, today, Hing was messaging me, just asking me to recount my failures. It sucked so bad. <laughs> I had Hey, fun. you don't have any failures. You're Australia's most successful American truck simulator streamer. <laughs> Let me level with you, Dave. If you got a Twitch account, you're already a failure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Has everybody done their wheeze and poos and cums? <laughs> a dad who's like, all right, before we go for the walk, everyone be sure to jerk off. <laughs> Don't I want to come. have to stop so you can have a, you can have a wank. So if you've got to have a wank, have a wank right now. <laughs> yeah, you do, you're doing good. good. Doing good, son. Get the cum out. 
get Dad. it all out. <laughs> Dad, can we pull over? I've got a calm. No, that's what I said. I'm going to save on, I'm going to hang on to mine. <laughs> I'm not going to interrogate that. We're making we're making terrific time. Quick, use a Fanta bottle. (laughs) 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 All right. Check, check, check. (laughs) All done. All done. (laughs) Hey, uh. Bobson, give me a give me a look at that map, will you? Okay, doke. Well, uh, you can look over my shoulder because I've been I've been told that it's very important that I hold the map. All right, your scoutmaster. What does Baston have a sense looking at the map because he knows old Barovia? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are we going? Back to the castle. So this is this this map leads to a point at the foot of the Balanox, those treacherous cliffs that Castle Ravenloft sits on. And it seems to suggest that there is a secret passageway that leads through the Balanox into the dungeon level below Castle Ravenloft. Oh, classic. Fuck. And this map, the only reason that Madame Drasko had this map, it's been drawn by one of her dream singers. So using the site, the Vulfin have assembled this map. Dudes. Uh, I know I put on a pretty brave face. (laughs) Uh, a lot of the time, and let me tell you, coming back home here to the site of uh, maybe our greatest victory, uh, it's really made me think about the fact that uh, really we could die at any minute, and I'm uh, I'm uh, pretty afraid of that happening now. So I just want to maybe get everyone together for like a group hug, um, and just just want to hug everyone. Can we just come in for a little huddle? Is that okay? A huggle? A huggle? Okay. A dragon let's... huggle? Dragon huggle. Come on, you come in too, Grumpy. I'll be sitting this one out, I come think. Come on, bro. Oh, come in, you big sack of bring shit. Those, bring, those, <laughs> bring those big calves in. No, fine. I over there. Fine. Um, I put my arm around Banknote and bring him in. Oh, this is nice. What is it, like a deception check, Dave? What do I do? <laughs> I yeah, make a, de- make a deception check to... To, to hug convincingly? <laughs> <laughs> oh my Nine? god. Nine? Okay, he's he's he, if anything he shies from the touch, Filch. <laughs> Are your eyes watering, Alex? Me, me Alex? Yeah. <laughs> no. You look like you're crying. I'm not crying. You look like you're feeling Touch something. Touch my eyes. I'm you... not crying shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Okay, well that was that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> That was nice. Touch my fucking eyes. <laughs> oh my God. Touch my eyes, I'm not crying shit. <laughs> if Alex ever tears up on this stage, you're all dead. <laughs> no, because I've come perilously close to doing it before and I'm not doing it right now. <laughs> all right, all right, team. Before we go, have you got Pointy Steve? <laughs> yes, I've got Pointy Steve. All where right. Are, where are, just so I know, how are you carrying Pointy Steve? Stirring it up his fucking ass. <laughs> Um, I guess I. It, it looks quite fragile. Yeah, I've got it sort of rolled up in a. Uh, is it like a metal, like in a scabbard or something? Can I put it? You in could a s- wrap it in a piece of leather and tie it up and put it in like your shirt. But that means also that it's going to take more time to get it out. Ah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay, so you're really being protective of it. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so you're, hot, you're doing exactly what I said, holding it inside your shirt. Yep. And so Madame Draskov provides you all with some hardy um, Barovian horses mm-hmm. and even one to, to pull the wagon for yep. your apparatus as you make your way 
up the winding old Svalich road that leads to Castle Ravenloft, that castle where three years ago you killed a vampire and saved a land from darkness. Is it really only three years? <laughs> and it is something that is immediately evident as the you clatter your way up the old Svalich road and you see for the first time Castle Ravenloft is that the entire west wing of the castle where last you saw Strad has been destroyed as if by an explosion on the third floor. You very much left your mark on the building when you fought him last. Oh, we're awesome. <laughs> Wait, you're, you're telling me you guys did this? Oh, did we? Yeah. Just, yeah. Ju- ju- just the three of you? No, not just the three of us. Well, I was there. Wait. No, you, no, no. Okay. Well, Actually, we have another friend, another friend that me dearly wish was here with He's us. He's played by Carlo Ricci, <laughs> <laughs> the bravest boy. <laughs> <laughs> and he was killed off by some guy we used to know. Anyway. <laughs> okay, cool. It has yeah, now yeah. been. It has, and, and as I said, it's been two years since you last saw Frieza as well. Who disappeared, of course. When Maybe you, more. Like five years. Yeah. yeah, it's been years and years. Oh. We were in the jungle, remember? Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, you're right. It's been like five years and it's been, yeah, many more years. Oh, God, the timeline is too confusing. You guys ever think what Frieza's up to? Who could say? All the time. I guess you could watch the Beef Babe stream on Thursday nights. Oh, nothing. Sorry, I was just... Sorry, it's just a, a message. I, sorry, sorry. But I bet he's great. <laughs> You know, last time I saw him, uh, you guys were locking him in a, an eternal god prison. And he seemed pretty themed about that. But, um, you know, I was thinking the other day, maybe he's good. Yeah, nothing does you good like an eternal god prison. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's taken up um, pottery. Yeah. Yeah, we hope when we see him again, that Frizo, he's going to come good. Yeah. Maybe he's um, maybe he's died and been reborn a different race. Maybe he's potentially Chinese now. <laughs> what... What was that word you said? <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> yes, I like it. And he takes out a word of the day calendar, crosses out uh, perfunctory and writes in <laughs> potentially. <laughs> and then gets the definition off of banknote. <laughs> now, it takes about two days to make your way to the Balanox. And one thing that you immediately realise, because you've been in these woods before, is how desolate and quiet they are now. You can't hear much in the way of animals. There are no wolf howls. There are no bats at night. The entire area is eerie and still. You're surprised on the second day when you see a small ferret um, on a tree which jumps down to you and whispers in your ear, Jacob, one of the many animal messengers that the Wolfen use, mm-hmm. to let you know that Madame Draskov has sent the rest of the Night Claws north to Icewind Dale on a last-ditch effort assault on the monoliths to try and stop the raising of the Revenant army. I, uh, I slouch and convey that to the group. The, all of those Night Claws, their names will live on in legend. But what they are trying to do, win or lose, is perhaps the most heroic endeavour of your people for 500 years. Yeah, I relay all of that and then say, and I'm here uh, with you because my job is listening to the ferret. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we've, we've all got jobs. I think we, we think the listening to the ferret is very important, oh, don't yeah. we? Oh, thank you. Crab pervert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do me, do me. Uh, big idiot. <laughs> you couldn't see me wanking in this crab. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
into a Fanta bottle. <laughs> I went before we had to go. <laughs> at the end of the second day, you find yourself at the foot of the Balanox and standing where the map says that the secret passageway is meant to be. It looks like a featureless stone wall. High up above you on the cliffs, you can see just this faint um, imprint of the parapets of Castle Ravenloft. Oh, just a wall, I bet you're thinking. No, all right, let's get this over with. Secret passageway, get out of my way. You got me again. Yes. <laughs> I did not see this coming. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. Ah, what? No. I see through you now. (laughs) I see you're just a big puppy dog with huge calves. A a little puppy dog with huge calves. That's it. Hey, man. Do you want a hug? You looking at me like you want a hug? No. I'm going to give you one. I am going to murder you. I'm going to hug you. I'm going to use two swords on you. I'm going to use two hugs on you. <laughs> I'm running away. I'm chasing after. No, don't catch me and I, hug me. I'm going to get you and hug you. No, don't it's catch huggy me. Time. No. Squeezy, squeezy, huggy, huggy. Oh, I've been caught in a hug. I've got you. Oh, okay. Take my endorphins. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm being hugged. Take a big squad of my endorphins. I can't believe. For the first time in two days, Jacob Undercourt smiles and then casts Detect Magic. Is that what you were doing? Yeah, let's get Detect some freaking magic up in here, right? It's better, isn't it? It's better. It's better. He's back, baby. As he casts Detect Magic, a shimmering imprint of a archway appears and the stone glowing in blue. All right, let's get the password up here. Uh, Friend and enter. What was that? Friend and enter. 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 Bell. Bell. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the fantasy equivalent of just having your password be password. <laughs> it's from um. It's from Lord of the Rings. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm thinking about that, right? So there's an army going to the north to draw Sauron's eye away from the thing, right? So does that mean are we Frodo or are we Aragorn in this analogy? I seem to have a Sauron. While Bagnet assembles his doomsday weapon, the main goal of the army is to try and to destroy the, the nightclubs are trying to destroy the Revenant army before they're raised. You're uh-huh. doing a much smaller but still crucial mission. We're to Frodo. Try, to try and rescue Great, uh, great Heart Bagnet. Oh, okay, so it doesn't quite match up. Fine. And friend and enter, sure, why not? The archway rumbles and opens, revealing steps leading up high into the Balanox. Oh, this is different from the last so one. So cool, dude. <laughs> so nice. Hey, thanks, it but different. I don't know. It doesn't fucking matter. And he's back to he's back to the way <laughs> he was. Bobby just claps him on the back. <laughs> okay, and he's standing on a chair. Yeah, on the back of the knee. <laughs> yeah, what the on fuck? The back of his talking? big calves. <laughs> You trigger his uh, reflex and he kicks you. <laughs> it's like slapping a piece of steel, though. They're, like, really impressive. Ugh. All right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You first, prophecy boy. All right. Having first crack at a grey dream, why not have first crack at the stairs? Dude. 
do we have a problem? Is this is this going to be an issue? No, no, no problem. Because we're going into the uh, proverbial vampire's nest, um, and things could get. I was going to didn't say, even go to fucking proverb school. Yeah, I feel like it's a literal vampire's nest, is what it is, right? It's like literally a vampire. I'm using that correctly, right? <laughs> literally. I'm checking literal- my word of the day calendar <laughs> again. Literally. And guys, anyway, you're arguing over who gets to die, okay? So you probably want to lose this one, right? Well, I, no, no, I don't. I didn't have anything planned for. I've been you living still- like I was going to die. Hey, dude, 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 dude. You could still die. This is the dragon friend. Guys. Oh, you're just being nice. <laughs> Let's just fucking go. I don't want to do this with everyone. All right, so if you're leaving, Bobby, leading, can you quickly make for me a stealth check? Uh, that's a 22. All right, a 22. So you make your way up the steps, and it still seems as desolate and empty here. Castle Ravenloft was a ruin last time you were here, and if Strahd has returned, he hasn't bothered to do much renovations. The place still seems desolate and empty. You wind your way up the stairs until you come to a doorway, and you're pretty sure that you're being silent and stealthy, and as you get to the door, you feel suddenly that you get the sense of a low hum of conversation beyond the door. And make a perception check for me. Listen at the door. That's a four. That's not good enough. You think the, do- the, the, you think the door is talking. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to make, yeah, make a, de- a decision, but you can't tell how close or far away the voices are. I, I got 22 on my perception. But you're Dave. not taking I'm the van. I'm not there. Well, I hear someone's nose whistling very loudly. It's, it's Jacob's. It's, it's getting to me. <laughs> the sloshing of a Fanta bottle somewhere <laughs> nearby. <laughs> sloshing? Sorry, <laughs> 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 look, I didn't have time to empty it, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Some of us are doing experiments. Yeah, does that make me a monster? Hmm? I said I was sorry. So you are a crab pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yuck my yum. Hearing the conversation um, down a few st- stories behind you, you realize you're going to have to make a decision quickly, Bobby. Okay, I, um, I rush back and I sort of make the, the quiet signal and I tell everyone, there's people on the other side of the door. If we go through... It's going to have to be guns blazing. Are you in the crab? Yes. <laughs> you can't see. <laughs> you're, you're not in the crab. You're, you're walking up a narrow rock staircase inside okay. the oh, dungeon. Uh, according to this map, which... <laughs> Can I bring the crab with me or am I crabless? <laughs> okay, well, the, so it's a, it's a big, heavy barrel. So you, if some of you are prepared to very carefully and slowly lift the barrel up, it, you could maybe get it around a very narrow spiral staircase. You're asking us to, like, attack the big bad of this campaign while moving a couch. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, narratively, it would be fun to have a big a big crab in the final battle. No, and you yeah, can. No. You can. That's what it will take. It, exactly. I want you to picture it the way Tom said it. If you can get the couch into Castle Ravenloft, you can use the couch in Castle Ravenloft. You can roll a barrel up. Mm. Welcome to Moving Friends, everybody. Uh, <laughs> the only podcast that really does the tedious work of moving a couch into and out of a castle and uh, <laughs> I can take the bottom me? of it if you want well, I'll, I'll take the bottom of it and right. then you on, can no, either no, be no up. hang on you, you, you know, lift it up more lift it up more okay. you've, got, no, you've, got, you've, you've, you've got to here's the thing I'm, I'm above you on the staircase so you've got to lift it to my level otherwise I'm going to hurt my back I know exactly no you shouldn't be hurting your back it's a question of engaging your core and lifting with I, your I'm legs I'm lifting with my core I'm just saying you're, you're too not, low. I can so, see you so you are low. lying so the issue of this you're going to have to make have made this decision Bobby is that by the time they get 
to the top of the stairs, any chances for stealth is gone. So you're going to have to make this decision with just Baston and Filch. Filch, who is not helping carry the barrel. <laughs> what kind of voices you hear? Don't know. All right. Dangerous ones. How many? It was how many voices? It's at least a conversation, so it's a, a, a minimum two. Baston. I care not for interrupting conversation. Wait, does that mean? Ha! <laughs> uh, kick the door in. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. Knock, knock. But I say that with my foot. <laughs> oh, that's not good. I've done rolled better than that. Martial arts. Oh yeah, thirteen. So you see, yeah, you kick the door open, and as you do, you see two figures, uh, both of them very pale-faced looking. Uh, humanoids in black and sable uniforms. Uh, one of them having a cigarette, and the other one. Uh, uh, goths. <laughs> <laughs> these, are, these, are the, these are the uniforms of the of the house strad, uh. and the so yes, goths. <laughs> and they spin around as you kick the door open. Smoking kills, and then I kill them. All right, make your attack. Yeah, 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 yeah. How many do I get? Two. What's their armor class? Twelve. Yeah, two hits, suckers. Oh, yeah. Uh, 8 plus 7 is 15 plus 8 So is one of them, these are just like non like these are simple low CR guards. So one of them goes down. You can fire a sneak attack shot as well if you want through the All door. Right. Yeah, sneak those boys. Uh, that's a 3. Plus yeah. your crossbow? Yeah, that's a 10. ten. 13, None. that hits. Okay. Okay. No, it's, oh, 10, it's no, 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 no. Okay, so your shot misses. The other one runs to the door and starts um, frantically grabbing with the handle, but it's stuck. But, uh, Baston, you can have another go. Oh, there's oh, another door behind Oh, Phil, yeah, you're there too. Yeah, I run in. I get a rolled a 19. And I'm running in with Thunder's Wake. Oh, God. And I got, I didn't roll very well. I got a... Th- uh, Eight. Eight damage. Okay, eight damage. And but he's still alive, but like as I said, he's the door is stuck as he desperately tries to get it open. Oh, I rolled a 20. Yep. And do 16 plus 7 is 21 damage. Okay, and the second guard goes down. You found yourselves in a small guard room at the what looks like the dungeon level of the castle. Get a new style. There's another door, which I said... A, a big heavy door jammed at the very end. Otherwise, there is a row of what looks like strange torture implements, manacles, a brazier full of coals with some irons in it. Okay, no, just, no, around, you've got to go around the door. If I you kick, am no. going, just focus on no, your you're end. You're not, you're not, look, uh, no, let's switch, let's switch, and I'll go behind. If we switch, it'll fall and we'll have to start this all over well, again. I, I mean, I don't want to be doing it the wrong way. Yeah, just, and I lift both the barrel and banknote and I just take the last three steps and then plonk it down. And 10 to 12 minutes later, banknote and undercourt arrive. Banknote now has a level of exhaustion. <laughs> Undercourt, you're fine. Oh, yeah. it, it was for, sorry, I, it was from carrying, not, for, anyway, yep. <laughs> so there's a door, there's another door, ah, Fanta! There's another door behind the door that we just went this through. This is the, the guard room, yeah. This, is, this, is, this, this exit way comes out of a guard room on the dungeon level. Yeah. And as I said, it, it looks like, you know, it's a staff room for guards, torturers, and other people of employment on this level. Um, what do the guards have on them? They were these two. There were two of them. They wore black and sable uniforms. They had, uh, they there were short swords on the table near them, but they never picked them up. Keys? The any keys? One of them has a big jangly thing. Of ah. keys. Is, is, is there a clipboard with like which prisoners in what cell? Uh yeah, there there are papers on the table. Mm. 
right. I'm going to have a look at those papers. Is okay. there an employee of the month? There is that too. Make an intelligence check for me. That's a 17. <laughs> and make an insight check for me. Me too. Uh, that's a 14. Okay, so yeah, you look at it and you realise that there seems to be a skeleton crew here. The castle does look like it's very understaffed at the moment. You enjoy skeleton crew at a gothic castle? Yeah. <laughs> and you also see that most of the patrols are around one cell in cell block B on the left-hand side of the floor. And with your insight, you see that the employee of the month was a guy called Derricourt, uh, who had a little goatee and there's a little picture of him. And uh, he won a block of chocolate. Ah, Derricourt. Good to know. And there's a little, yeah. And what size are these guards? Will we fit into their costumes? Uh, humanoids would. So banknotes, baston, undercourt would all fit. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, we'll also um, take their clothes off. Okay. Time for dress-ups. So there's two outfits, so it's assumed that it's going to be undercourt and baston, and you can disguise self, I suppose, if you want to. Yep. Cool. Um, I want to listen at the door. All right, you listen at the door. I, and guess, I'll, I guess I'll just I'll disguise self as Derricourt. Oh, great. Okay, yeah, you can yes. disguise yourself as Derricourt. Um, 14. 14? Mm-hmm. It seems empty, but you also think, as I said, you know the way to B block if you want to go, and it looks, you know, it's um, a few minutes down the corridors. Let's do it. Let's do it. B block. All right. So uh, adjust, the, adjust the people in costumes going. What's happening? All right. So banknote. No, do we li- need yeah, to just lift with your legs though this time? I I'm... know how to lift. Banknote. Yes. You little crab pervert. You don't. You don't need this, right? Why you, you didn't even need to bring this? We're trying to be cool, all right? Just, I, I want. I want Dad to see it. All right. Well, look. Oh, just here. Boy. Take this stick and roll it down the hall. Then I guess. What's that gonna do? Well, it, it, you don't have to carry it. Push it down the hall. Oh, there aren't any stairs anymore. We don't even need to yeah, carry we're on it. The same anymore. level. Okay. No, I just. I, I, yeah, okay. I don't want to bang it up before I show the you. The sound it. of the heavy iron barred barrel makes a loud. Um, pendulous tone as it goes over flagstone over flagstone and in this very quiet and empty space it seems to ring out as it rolls over the stones while the rest of you I suppose sneak a few steps in front of it well we're just walking as normal guards would walk alright and while Baston dressed normally behind you is rolling the barrel yeah we can I'm say it's I'm uh... hang back behind them so if anyone comes out I can sneak into the shadows great okay and Baston you're still dressed in just a, a banknote is still dressed in, in a ski pants and yeah. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Just want to paint a mental picture for myself. Theater of the mind. And you make your way down, and soon you get to the what you know is the final grated door before you get into cell block B. Bobby, you are again the first one there. Keys. Oh yeah. Jangle. Um. So I, 
Does it look like there's one particular key that'll... I'll try the yeah, door. Yeah, there's a skeleton key, quite obviously. Okay. Uh, there's a warden's key. You open the cell block and you walk onto a high gantry over a submerged prison level where the, the prisons... You're on a, basically a catwalk over rows and rows of prisons. Okay, do I spot banknote? Make a perception check. Uh, I do not see him. Um, but Baston's with you, so he can also make a check. Oh, I'll make a little look to see... Oh, yeah, 18. Okay, Baston, you tap Bobby on the shoulder and you point into the corner, and as your eyes adjust to the gloom, you can see a prison and a small, pitiful cell with a metal bunk and a bucket and what seems to be a large iron rack of some kind. Around the rack are chains and manacles and, and braziers of hot coals, and tied to the rack, his naked torso glistening in the dark light is the supine form of Great Heart Banknote. But you do not have too much moment to be excited with about this information or to feel any form of triumph because standing in front of that figure, dressed in rings, silks, and finery, with his back to you momentarily, is the unmistakable form of the vampire Count Strad von Zarovich. Fucking ever is what he says. Look, mate, I really, I don't. Do you think I like this? Do you think I like spending my valuable sort of dark lord time talking to you about this shit? Do you think I like that? I'm not sure what you like, but you're not getting a single secret out of me, Strad. I'll rip your dick off. What do you think about that? I'll rip your dick off. That sounds nice, but I bet you couldn't even find my dick. It's so big. <laughs> If Banknote has been addled or panicked by the various tortures that have been inflicted upon him, he seems to show little sign of distress. That doesn't even... Listen, it's a very simple question. You're a smart guy. Just who is leading the resistance? I know it's not you because I've got you here. That's very clever of you. Good one. It is very clever of me. Thank you. Yes, I'll tell you one thing. Okay? It's a baby king. I won't tell you who, but your demise shall be swift and hilarious. As he says this, time has been sufficient for the rest of you to arrive at the doorway, even you, Banknut, and through a trick of acoustics, the sound of the barrel does isn't as loud inside this area below and you're able to upright the barrel and place it gingerly by the side of the door as you all peer down the gantry to where Strad is talking to Banknote. Listen, I'm a busy guy. I don't yeah, know... You go, keep going on about it. Just oil me up or just shank me or something, but don't keep talking oh, I will. about it. I'll, I'll bloody shank you. And he just stabs him in the arm. Oh, is that all you got? Oh, I couldn't even feel that. Okay, I reckon you... I reckon shank. Shanks him again. Ooh, that one was really good. Who taught you how to shank? A, a freaking... A, a mouse? A mouse? Why would a, why would a mouse be teaching me? I fucking hate you. I hate you. Yes, yes. You sound like my son. <laughs> <laughs> You have to understand by now that nobody's coming to save you, so just fucking tell me what I want and we can fucking go home! So they, they, they continue at an impasse for a while. Does Bobby have time to get out um, spiky steam? I'm like, pull it out of my shirt, I'm like looking at me going... I, think I'm like, I, don't, I don't feel like 
the time to me. No. To not. She said you'd know. Hannah, do you know? I mean, he's not looking. It could just it just be done. Doesn't feel heroy to me. That's all. I mean, I thought it would feel heroy. Now you have your small hand crossbow, the vicious hand crossbow you we got somewhere. I can't remember, and this will fit into that if you want. Yeah. I mean, just like take the opportunity. I mean, it's your call, dude. But she said it's got to be the right time. What, like when he's having a bath or something? We're not here to fuck vampires, all right? Fucking shoot him. (laughs) All right. Honestly, I think one of the key things about being like having a prophecy be about you is just knowing that moment and acting in the moment. I mean, it's so it's so understandable wanting to stand back and analyze things but when you're really in that flow state, you know, and actions are just coming to you. That's when you know. What I'm saying is maybe a few years more of you having the prophecy be about you. And maybe you'll be ready for this, but kind of making things up as you go along is actually more as difficult Jacob, than it looks. As Jacob says this, he's gently putting his hand on the crossbow and now tugging it slightly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, banknote, uh, line shield banknote steps forward and, and just like uh, he's. Uh, but in this time, he's unfolded the crab. No, just, no, they said that's a roar of a diesel engine. Remember? <laughs> we, Let's fucking go then, Dave. <laughs> Behind, while Bobby has a moment of indecision, there is a suddenly a click, a beep beep, and a vroom as a diesel punk engine bursts into life. There is a flourish of sparks, a flash of fire, and for a second all are illuminated by the shadow of Lion Shield Banknote, the fire reflecting in his glasses, a smile on his white teeth as the banknote apparatus unfolds before him. Father! I'M COMING TO SAVE YOU! Who? Who? Holy shit, is that you, Lila? No, yeah, yeah, Dad, no, Dad, it's me! Dad, yeah, I'm, I'm, no, I, I was hoping you'd rec- The fact that you didn't- Yes, it's- Oh, fucking hell, oh. You have a very loud voice. I, I, so, yep. Okay, well, I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm oh. sorry I didn't- No, I guess this is just like me dropping your, out of uni, is it? Huh? I can't do anything right, can I? Just shut up and- Is anyone else there with you? Yeah, no. Well, 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 g'day, can't And at that moment, you? levitating up on the gantry, who ducked, ducked away the moment that he heard the sound, standing on nothing at all, floating in the air, 15 feet up, is the figure of Strad von Zarevich. Fucking hell! It's bloody Filch! How you doing? Yeah, not bad, actually. Oh, that's good to hear. And Bobby, hey, ooh, you look like dog shit. <laughs> Not a ten anymore, huh? <laughs> what? No, that's Baston. No, <laughs> wait, I used to be a ten? <laughs> no, you were never a ten, but that's When the hell point. was he a ten? That's fine, Phil. It's a crazy time, isn't it? Fuck, it's weird. What are you guys doing here? Oh, I'm just coming for a tour. Really? Yep. Uh, of my super secret castle where I'm holding a prisoner. A tour. A Do you have an audio guide? Yeah. Yeah, it's the crap. Oh, and who might you be? I'm the man who's gonna fuck you up. I'm Strad von Zarevich. How the fuck do you do? Get your fucking hands off my father! Oh! Yeah, so funny. I didn't even know he had a kid. You know, I've been torturing him for like two weeks. Hasn't come up. What? What? As this uh, happens, I put my hand gently on Bo- uh, on um, Bobby's shoulder and say, I remember seeing you as a youngling, Bobby, and seeing you standing in front of a pair of other uh, younglings 
playing at skipping rope and you didn't know when to jump in. And you stood there and you stood there until the game was over. Now, do you understand why I'm telling you this, Bobby? Do you understand how the time and the rhythm and sometimes there's a time to do something and you just let it slip away and then you're like, well, maybe next time. And then before that time's over, the next time is come and gone. And that's another time that we could have been aiming and... While this is happening, Strahd has floated forward until he's about two feet away from you, Banknote. His entire expression is non-combative, jovial, smiling. He doesn't look like he has any killer instinct at all. I get it, man. Families are hard. I don't know how much you've uh, you've heard about me, but I had a thing with my brother. Uh, had a thing with my aunt. That's not part of the law or the magic. She was uh, just, you know, um, we just didn't get on. You know what I mean? Anyway, uh, no hard feelings, but uh, yeah, I got your dad. <laughs> so Dave, while this is going on, I'm going to stealthily unfurl the thing and put it into the crossbow. Make a stealth check. Tell me what you roll. 16 plus 10. Okay, cool. 26. So you-, you guys have come at quite an opportune time. I don't know... How uh, up to date you are, Strad, scheming wise. Actually, no, what is? What is? What do you know? Um, uh, I mean, Baston, you seem to pay attention. I feel <laughs> like uh, you're trying to raise a, a whole army of the Netherese. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what you don't know is we've already foiled those plans. What? What do you mean? Well, we went up there and we pissed all over your stuff. And now no one will go near it because they're like, yuck, that smells all pissy. Yeah, smell all pissy. That's why there's someone of the stone smelt pissy. That was us. Yeah. We call that the piss stone. And just sorry to get my contribution in here. Sorry, I... you? Oh, hey, what's up? Jacob Undercourt, formerly no. of the Great Prophecy. Not ringing a bell. Currently of freelance, looking to kind of mess around in a creative space, thinking of getting into pottery. Uh-huh. Ceramics, you know, misshapen kind of wibbly wobbly mugs. Was, was it Phil? I'm so sorry. We Jacob really Undercourt. Sorry, Jacob. One of those so, names. Yeah. We don't really have time. Happy just, to say it again, Jacob Undercourt. I was. Jingleberry, bo- I'm just chockers with nemesis at the moment. Well, if one of them goes by the wayside, I will call you. The Wolfen have gone to the Ren. That's not my fucking name. <laughs> Alright, while this is happening. And I'm having to train my goddamn replacement. This is all just with, a nightmare with, with scenario. With your hands slightly trembling, you have pulled out the arrow of pure spellstone. And, I've and cocked it. it into your crossbow. Okay. I, while he's distracted, I'm going to take the shot. Okay, go for it. That's a 20 th- uh, 21. Okay, and I rolled 19, which is a 28, and you failed the stealth check as well. So suddenly at that point, Bobby, you fly out. Um, You whip out the hand crossbow, and you fire a shot straight and true at his heart. And without without even (laughs) giving you the dignity of a catchphrase or even looking in your direction... Strad violently disapparates in front of Lion Shield Banknote and the arrow flies through, stabbing Banknote in the neck, who falls backwards over the apparatus and bank and it, there's a snap of bats and Strad is back standing on the apparatus looking down and he pulls 
the arrow out of Banknote's neck as a jet of blood spurts out 15 points of damage on Banknote. And looking at you, he holds it up inquisitively and cracks it in half, placing the arrow in his vest pocket. I'm going to be really honest with you guys. I'm really sorry. I kind of did see this coming. I did, I did, I did. Uh, I knew that you'd come for him, and you came for him just at the right time. And guess what? You sent all those wolves away, and you brought some of them with them. So at this current moment, what's happening? That whole village? That whole village with Madame Drauskov? It's it's undefended and they're just massacring them. Like everybody. They're just that's what that was the that was the plan and you sort of did it. Uh, so I'm gonna go now uh, and sort of finish off her. And um, <laughs> quick tip, uh, uh, don't put yourself in prison if you're trying to be clever. Uh, so uh, that's As where he's you saying are. that he's taking the arrowhead and he pulls out his stra- his family von Zarevich signet ring and he somehow fa- fashions the arrowhead and it slips into the signet as a ring. So, um, you know, I bet you got a lot to talk about. Uh, you okay, mate? Well, you got Daddy to, uh, to catch up with, but uh, Bobby, Baston, Filch, Banknote Jr., want to say... Jacob! Yeah, mini cricket! Alright, see you guys! Bye! <laughs> I think at the news of uh, my entire life, uh, the one thing I had left in the world, my grandmotherly figure being uh, under siege, I'm going to fly at him in a blind rage just but before he disappears. As you dive towards him, he bursts into bats again and they spiral up. You kill two or three bats. One, or Three bats, we'll say. One in each hand and one in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Did you jump off the balcony? Yeah, make for me quickly an acrobatics check. <laughs> okay, that is... Oh, these ones. They'll fit in. That's a seven. seven. And you fall down, breaking an ankle as you land on the ground underneath. This sucks shit. <laughs> And there's the screeching of the bats as they van- as they disappear upwards, and uh, you find yourself now em- in a room empty, other than the restrained figure of Greatheart Banknote. I run to free him from his um, kinky little chains. Okay, he looks injured. He's been stabbed a couple of times. I've been stabbed a couple of times. Who is that? Call me close to your face. It's me. It me. Filch. <laughs> yeah, Filch. <laughs> You know, I could smell you. I, I knew it was you. Yeah, because you didn't. I mean, you didn't recognize me straight away. So just wondering, like, I know it's been a while, but I mean, just shut. <laughs> Sorry. Lion Shield Banknote is spitting out blood at the moment. Filch, if you fuck my dad and I die, and the last thing I see is you fucking my dad. I just think that I'm probably gonna go to the afterlife hating you. Filch has at this point pulled the chains off Banknote and shrugging him over one of her massive shoulders, she pulls him up the staircase and places him carefully on a barrel on the gantry um, in the middle of all of you. Thank you. Let me see all your faces. Baston's going to um, patch up... Uh, oh, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but hold up Banknote so he can see the intimate moment between Filch... <laughs> And his dad. Banknote will live, and this will scar, but now you are all together. <laughs> Is that Lila? You've been shot through the neck, my son. Yes. We spent so much on your education. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I came here to, to save you. You know, it's, 
It's just like parents are never impressed, you know. No, Doesn't no matter you came to you save do. me. That's great. What happened when you tried to save me? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Tell me exactly what happened. I was, I couldn't see. I was facing the wall. What happened? Did you do something good? No, it's just. He did something great. Really? He got out that crab and he pinched that vampire so hard his dick fell off, <laughs> and everybody clapped. And you didn't see that. Didn't you bank note? Yeah, that's what I did. I pinched his dick right off, Dad. I'm so sorry. That's absolutely not true. <laughs> now, what happened is that we all fucked up very badly. The vampire is approximately three bats worth of damage. <laughs> Apart from that, all of this was a colossal fuck up. Are we going to stick around here explaining fight. it or are we going to charge forward onto the next mistake that you idiots are going to make? Is this guy a new dragon friends or something? No. My name is no, Jacob. No. Okay, very quick with the nose. <laughs> Just a reminder, I have to hang around after, so... It seems that Castle Ravenloft is yours. What started 11 months ago, a mission to up unseat Strahd and take the castle has been succeeded in a way and yet failed utterly and comprehensively. Strahd now knows where you are and he, although he has given you banknote, you have given him the one seer with power of second sight strong enough to find ways to unseat him. And so at this darkest moment that the dragon friends have faced in a long, long time, you have nothing to warm your hearts but the knowledge that you have failed yet again. (laughs) Toasty. (laughs) (laughs) And yet... Greatheart Banknote would not have created a resistance if he could not see that the, the light is darkest before the dawn. And so, seeing the despair in your eyes, although he is desperately hurt and injured, he gathers you around his final soldiers for one last war council. So many downturned faces. So much pain, so much despair, especially from you with the big calves. <laughs> I've had a whole thing of it. It's been a hard two days. I don't want to get into it, but basically I've got to... It's okay, you don't have to get into it. Uh, fine. You absolutely don't. Fine. But it is darkest before I had a prophecy that I was supposed to be fine. like the Again, guy. just or... really just don't but I find it. out that don't basically my prophecy bit. is actually just getting... We've all had prophecies. So you don't even Everyone's get a... had a prophecy they weren't... You just turn up and your replacement is right. I was going to... I'm going to say something really important. And he coughs blood again as you realise that he's more injured than you even thought as he spits blood into his bandages. You've come so far. You've come so far. All of you, all of you so, so far. You've come so far, but at what cost? All hope and the resistance is lost. Hope to succeed can't compel. Why not run away, save yourselves? Well, there's a song that was sung on the lips of the young, the oppressed see a future of bliss. Yes. (laughs) Those in despair when no one is there. 
sing a tune that goes something like this Viva la dragon friends Foxtrot and all the holes in his face His eyes, his nose, his mouth Yes, definitely his mouth Viva los dragon amigos No prouder team in this land that is none There's Vilge, there's Bobby, Baston And of course my favorite Who's Baston again? <laughs> Sacrifice so much, and look, you've come so far. You are the solo, and the resistance is a guitar. Fuck yeah, I did a metaphor. Hey, Lala, your dad did a fucking metaphor. Oh, Viva la Dragon Friends, mighty warriors with strength unique to each. There's stealth, and power, and good looks, and yes, oh, Viva la Dragon Friends. I can't forget my son Who's proud Powerful and hot Oh wait <laughs> I'm thinking of Dragon friends are Alex Lee, Eden Lacey, Simon Greiner, and Michael Hing. Our Dungeon Master is Dave Harmon, with NPC voices provided by Ben Jenkins, and live accompaniments and ending song by Tom Carty. Our special guest this week was Tom Walker. Shigeru Khan designs our website, the podcast is edited, mixed, and mastered by me, Hugh Guest, and this week's episode was recorded live at the Vanguard Theatre in Sydney. Hope you join us next time for the final two episodes of this season of Dragon Friends. Dragon amigos, no prouder team in this land that is none. There's Filge, there's Bobby, Baston, and of course my favorite, who's Baston again? You've sacrificed so much, and look, you've come so far. You are the solo, and the resistance is a guitar. Fuck yeah, I did a metaphor. Hey, Lala, your dad did a fucking metaphor. Oh, viva! Dragon friends, mighty warriors with strength unique to each. There's stealth and power and good looks and yes, oh, viva la dragon friends. And of course I can't forget my son, who's proud, powerful and hot. Oh wait, I'm thinking of. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.